Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is... The Little Prince. Yes. Who do we think this, the title was referencing? Are I we, think Aaron. That's kind of what I was leaning towards. Now, is there... I, mean, I thought... And it wasn't in this episode. I thought there was something where they, where they read this book... Did Claire mention it at some point, reading the book Little Prince? Too? I have no idea. I don't know anything about the book. Oh, it's a little kid's book. A French kid's book. Oh, a French kid's book. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I was. It's a very good book. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> you should read it sometime. I do remember when the season was coming out. I feel like, I think it was, it premiered on Wednesday nights. Or I think it was on on Wednesday nights. That was right. And I remember, like, on Wednesdays, like, just being obsessed about thinking about the upcoming episode of yeah. Lost, especially with all this coming on. And I'd, right after work, I'd run over to the church because I had Wednesday night Bible study or something. And then I'd rush back after, like, had, like scrambling to get home before for nine and throw some supper together and then, like... Yeah. Just be enthralled for an hour and oh, then, man. Like, collapse afterwards. Your mind just blown <laughs> about things. It was great. It was it was a fun time. There, there's nothing. I don't know that maybe we're going to recapture that weekly. I mean, this is a lot, kind of a little bit like for Janelle, but it's not quite the same as having the whole world. Well, not the whole world, but <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people all thinking about it. I mean, I guess nowadays we do. I mean, there are things like WandaVision that capture a lot of public conversation. Yeah, but I mean, just this was the fifth season of a super popular show. Yeah, and there's a lot going on. And the fact that it was four previous seasons of stuff to come back to and like new things coming in at the same time. You know, last time a lot of Widmore stuff and this time it's a young Danielle Rousseau. Yay. So, fun stuff. How did you enjoy it, newbie? (laughs) This episode was a lot more straightforward than Jughead. <laughs> yes. I felt like I could follow more easily what was going on when Rousseau was easy for me to, to catch because the boat was speaking French. French. And they crashed. Yeah. Yep. And yep. We, we knew about that. And the lady was pregnant. Yep. Yep. Good job. You put the pieces together there pretty pretty quickly. In some ways, the bigger shock is it's Jin. Yes. I'm wondering if he's been like flashing back and forth on the ocean, unconscious. <laughs> it's a good question. That would be my guess. Now, I, I do wonder. I mean, it's been like what, with three, four days, right? We thought. I mean, we haven't. Ca- I haven't counted. It's hard to tell with them flashing back and forth between day and oh, night. That's how much true. is actually passing? Oh, so that's true. I have no idea. Yeah, I was going to say how if much we had to ex- time has actually passed for them. They did talk about certain things happening last night. "Quote unquote." "Quote unquote." But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, I mean, the day and night. You're right. So I don't think it's been that long. And I mean, he'd be pretty beat up, but it's mm-hmm. doable. Or if he goes to the outer outer edge of the island, maybe it's even wonkier time out there. Possibly. I mean, I, I you don't need that, but if, I mean, yeah. I mean, we know that at least Faraday. Everyone who is on the the Zodiac, I guess the the inflatable raft with Faraday, they flashed with them. Mm-hmm. So it's not too out of. Uh, what's been established for Jen to be floating somewhere well, and flash along with everything? Well, else. we know that the other isle- the other island had to flash with it too. Oh, that's so. true. The Hydra Island. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Any other thoughts? I I felt like this was mostly carrying forward the plot thread of the Oceanic Six coming together towards getting back onto the island. Although we're not quite at that point yet. Oceanic Six reunion. Yeah, yeah. seeing how. I guess that's true, isn't it? Seeing how Kate, Jack, and Son, and Saeed, and almost Hurley, <laughs> are, get into roughly the same space. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty impressive, actually, for as very different places as they were. Yes. Although, I, I seem to recall there's some more speed bumps along the way yes. here. Even though they are kind of in the same 
place right now doesn't mean they're all on the same page or the same <laughs> team, even. even yeah. Close. Yeah. <laughs> right. Son's there with a gun. Yes. And Kate is not very happy with to see Ben there or not super happy with, probably not very happy with Jack at this point either. And Saeed's just like, whatever. <laughs> I don't I'm done caring. <laughs> Although he cared enough about Hurley, he felt like he really wanted to make sure he was protected, mm-hmm. which is interesting because everyone loves Hurley. Yes. Let's deal with Oceanic 6 first, then. It's easiest to separate these two things because there's not really a whole lot of interconnection, although it is satisfying to see both plot threads progress. Mm-hmm. Saeed gets to beat people up again. Yeah. <laughs> Another cool Saeed <laughs> fight scene. It is fun to see all the characters in motion and moving to place. Had I told you at some point that Ben was somewhat responsible for the lawyer blood test thing? Yes. Okay, I thought I had mentioned it at some point. No, we had assumed so, but it was kind of nice just to have that confirmation. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, he, we half remembered yeah. it. but He's my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically it. <laughs> no, kid, I did it. Yep. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> yep, what you gonna do? Well, I'm not sure what son's gonna do here. But, he also works for Oceanic 6? Mm-hmm. Or... I'm just trying to remember. He's also Claire's mom's lawyer. Oh, yes. Weird coincidence. I wonder, but I guess, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how much coincidence is actually there and how much Ben's like, yeah, let's keep the pieces together. Yeah, that, that's, that's possible. I mean, I guess... Because theori- of the thing. Yeah, I guess theoretically, if you're suing a U.S. company, you want a U.S. lawyer? I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's a little I don't weird, know. weird to me, but anyway. Ben put her in contact with him. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. But that, that's super awkward. Like, oh, it's it's Kate's mom's doing it. Go in there. How about Aaron? Like, who's Aaron? Like, why are you here again? <laughs> that's just an all red herring. Although I'm very curious how Jack talked his way out of all that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> After that awkward conversation. Oh, yeah. In some way, yeah, kind of red herring. I guess you could say it's kind of fillery, but it was definitely interesting to follow. Mm, but it's not, it's, it's necessary. Mm, that's true. For what's coming up next. That's true. We need to... Yeah, it's good to have her in Los Angeles. That's yeah. a good point. I forgot about that. Does Claire's mom know who Jack is? Yes. Yes. As of the end of season four. Well, she she came to... No, she doesn't. Well, she doesn't know her relation to Jack. She just knows Jack's dad. She came to Christian's... No, she she knew mom. that it was his sister. She she said told him that. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. She doesn't know, she doesn't know Aaron. Well, she right. was at, yeah, she was at the funeral, so I guess she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just doesn't know who Aaron is, or yeah. she doesn't know that Claire had a baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. So yeah, I guess not a whole. I don't have a whole lot more to talk about Oceanic Six stuff there. I, I think we should slowly bring them together and clarifying some things that clarifying some things clarifying. Oh, clarifying, not, not Claire. Ah, <laughs> nice pun. Not clarifying things. Yeah, clarifying. <laughs> Although Sawyer found Claire, right? Was That's that true. this episode? That was this episode. So yeah, let's go to island stuff. Which was nice because it touched on both Kate and Aaron and Claire. Which, you know, because Kate's, the whole theme here is that, like, she is all in on this. On um, protecting the little prince. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. So he, that's, she's all in on that. And I guess we even saw the, the flashback of them still on Penny's boat. Yeah. And Kate wanting to protect Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh Interesting contrast there with where Kate's saying, I'm always on, I'm always with you, Jack. Or as mm. to, in the future, eh, not as much. Not as much. That was just a bunch of nonsense anyway. Kate was not always with Jack. <laughs> Kate, Period. <laughs> when, when Kate thinks she is, she thinks she always is. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, I guess, I mean, she could argue they've butted heads a couple times, but usually they're generally on the same team, even if they don't always see eye to eye. Somewhat. (laughs) But anyway, back. Let's talk nosebleeds. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk nosebleeds. So, yes, we've, Charlotte had the worst one. She's. The idea is that it depends how long you've been there. At least that's Faraday's current running. Current theory. So, so far we've seen Charlotte, Miles, and Juliet. Yep. Do we ever find out? How long she's been there? Well, she said I've been here before, so I don't know if we ever, I don't know if we ever find out, but she's obviously been there longer than anyone else. I mean, assuming Faraday's right. I feel like that we do see her as a child in a future episode. Okay. So that would indicate, so that would indicate <laughs> Only this lo- season, we're like, yeah, we'll see her later, earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the kind of season it is. So the people of this group that's time traveling... The people that have spent the most time on the island get rattled by the time traveling the most. Apparently, that's, that's what Faraday thinks. That's the current theory. Huh? Miles is second, mm. and he doesn't think he's ever been to there. Yeah, which of course he's lying. It could be, or maybe he just doesn't know any better. And then Juliet's been there three years, so in theory, the other—I mean, if Faraday's right, the other one's been there longer than three years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I would guess. Around there, based on what I know, I feel like Miles. I mean, Julia got one shortly after Miles. Yeah, they're not to that do far it. apart, and I'm so not sure it's like super far apart, super scientific. No, probably not. Then we had so we yeah, had so you're, so, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Locke saw the hatch lights, and James or Sawyer, whichever you want to call them now, saw Claire and Kate when Claire was giving birth. Which, what did you think about that whole sequence? It was so touching. Mm-hmm. It felt like a character moment for Sawyer. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can't be at the presence of the birth of a child and not be changed somehow. Mm. Whether it's you giving birth or someone close to you or or what, those seem to be holy moments. Mm-hmm. And that's what it looked like on Sawyer's face, watching it happen from behind. Yeah. Feeling like he couldn't interrupt it. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. We're seeing Sawyer in basically in a lot of raw emotion these last few episodes. He's very torn up because having lost Kate, I think, in one one bit, just super. I think in some ways more rattled than we've ever seen him. And yeah, the his seeing that whole thing play out. He's trying to protect everyone, really, but he just mm-hmm. can't. Locke goes into Zen mode, and this, Sawyer goes into like let's do something. Yeah. It's very interesting mode for, for Sawyer because he doesn't have the like quick, I'm going to immediate fix it mentality Jack has, but he wants to keep his people safe. Mm-hmm. And he just wants, the poor guy just needs a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just trying. <laughs> He's trying. That whole conversation with Locke. Locke has gone back and forth about whether Boone's sacrifice was a good thing or not. Mm-hmm. It, it is sad too because. Locke's like, I thought it meant something, but it was just a light. I mean, that's like, unfortunately, like, Locke often like, yeah, I thought it meant something, but... But at the, he, same, at the same time, he didn't want to change it, because he felt like he needed to progress yeah. that to become who I am today. Yeah, it's just, it's just a problem that Locke reads signs into everything without asking questions sometimes. Yeah, it's... Um, he's, yeah, it's, we'll talk more about Locke later. I mean, it's, yeah, it's an interesting thing there, because... Like, he's not uh, wrong. He's not wrong, but I mean, on the one hand, it's like, I thought it meant something... It was just bleh, a bit, but it did change him. It did change me. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting paradox. Um, we got our first name drop of Ajira, an Indian airline company. Mm-hmm. 
And the outrigger. And that stupid outrigger. Uh, so why couldn't it be a Jira passenger? Well, it could, but we never see the second half of it. Mm. That's what always annoyed me and Tim. Yeah, but we know that it has something to do with them, probably. Most likely. Well, in Maybe, but why would they be shooting at strangers who, I guess, because they stole their... Boat. I mean, it's probably less mysterious than we make it out to be. But I mean, I guess here's the here's the other thing about that. I don't know that there's that many Ajira passengers who would have survived to make a a raft like that. But I don't know. I just mean like bugs me who. And the thing is, it has a Jira thing in it, but it could have been five years after the. I mean, all this. I mean, we have no evidence that it is technically them. Right. I mean, it could be an old Dharma beer. I mean, I guess the problem with that, though, is that, like... Well, it doesn't work with how the show goes, but... <laughs> I mean, if it's uh, other random people who just, yeah, who are just using Ajira water bottles, well, I don't know. It could just be a whole another can of worms. Yeah. In any case, it's not really that important, probably, but in a, I remember watching this either the first time, thinking, oh, at some point they'll pay that off, and they never did. It just seemed very suspicious that we never see these people's faces at all. Which met, in our minds, as viewers, were like, that's going to be something. They're and like, did we just that. kill somebody? Did Julie just kill somebody? Yeah. <laughs> um, it almost looked like it. And what if it was someone we knew? It yeah. was a popular thing. I guess, usually we don't get too obsessed with like fan theories. But this was just one instance where like, it feels like there was a plan for an idea for something there. And they never went with it. And they very specifically gone out of their way since then, the creators, to say, no, we're not going to explain what we were thinking there. Like the producers of extra said, we we're gonna go to our deathbeds without ever talking. It'll be about like sometimes that. they'll just, you know, because sometimes they'll just be like, oh, it's this, or we didn't feel like it was important. This one they just purposely been very cagey about, which uh-huh. makes you more annoyed. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had an idea and it just didn't work. Yeah, which is fun. I just want to know what the idea was. Like, I want to know what they were originally planning, even if they wound up going in a different direction later. Yeah, because with well, the season as crazy as this, if like. You planned and they didn't work, or there wasn't time, or whatever. Fine. I mean, I don't. I mean, some people be like, "How dare they?" As if somehow you can plan out an entire time travel season and make it perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> but faithful listeners to uh, the Real Trains of Thought, our main podcast, may know we made a, a joke about this in our 100th episode. Mm-hmm. We saw past versions of ourselves and outriggers and. <laughs> Said that there would be an explanation for it, which we don't plan to ever give. No. Because <laughs> there really isn't one. No. It's just a joke. But anyway. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty throwaway, isn't it? Yeah, it's very brief. It's in the previously on Dream Sequence. Dream. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I think that's most of the... Mm-hmm. This conversation between, uh, well, <laughs> Sawyer's lines of like, Thank you, Lord! They flash away from getting shot and only to wind up in the middle of a thunderstorm. I, I do want to mention just to preview next episode. <laughs> so they're all in a marina right now. And meanwhile, Desmond's going to L.A. to probably park a boat. Oh, gee. <laughs> As if uh, more bringing more ingredients to boil yeah. here. The other thing I wanted to touch on, though, is a nice little conversation between Juliet and Sawyer there at the end. Mm-hmm. Juliet is very calming, motherly influence over the last few episodes. She's like, James, go away. We don't. <laughs> well, that was great. Yeah, I forgot about that was this episode, too. We, we don't need you. We need a, a calm voice here, and I need to talk with my scientific partner here to find out. But then later on, she's like, okay, what's going on with you? How are you mm-hmm. feeling? How are you doing? And he's like, what's done is done, which is all good. Another theme will keep going on for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can tell why we enjoyed season five so much. It's so, yeah, it's, it's wound tight. Mm-hmm. Hope you're enjoying the the ride along with us. If, uh, if you haven't checked out our other podcast where we talk about all manner of storytelling, that is, again, called Derailed Trains of Thought, available at derailedtrainsofthought.blogspot.com or other fine podcatchers like where you subscribe to this episode, theoretically. Sound right? Sounds good to me. Okay, until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.